Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Jackie Lindahl. Thank you so much for listening. Today's topic, I wanted to discuss a question that I get a lot. And it is the question of what is the deal with calories and macros? A lot of people, um, are still quite confused about calories and macronutrients and what they are and what role they play in weight loss, weight gain, weight maintenance. And I mean, it's understandable. There is a lot of misinformation and mixed information out there that it's hard to know what's true and what's not. So today I'm going to discuss these. I'll tell you, you know, straight up what they are, what they aren't, how they help with weight loss and what significance does each one play in our body as well as how to optimize these things to get the best results as well as I'll answer a few common questions about things like tracking. What do you track? Do you track calories? Do you track macros? Um, and what, how do you figure out what calories and macronutrients are best for you? So let's get started. First things first, I wanted to discuss calories. So I talked a lot about calories and calorie deficits and things like that in episode number four of my podcast. So if you haven't heard that one yet, feel free to go ahead and take a listen to episode number four, where I talk all about calories and calorie deficits, what role do calories play in weight loss, et cetera. But I'll give you the Coles notes version today. So calories, or also known as a kilocalorie, you might hear, is just a unit of measurement for energy, similar to how a kilometer or a mile is a measurement for distance, just a unit of measurement for energy. So when you see calories in a food on a package label or looking it up online, or you hear about calories in food, it's just referring to the amount of energy that food has per serving. They figure out the um, calories in a food by figuring out the amount of heat required from that food to raise a temperature of water one degree. So it's called a calorie meter where they essentially burn a certain portion of a food to figure out how much of a of that particular food raises the temperature of water one degree Celsius. Um, so that's how they figure out how many calories are in food. And that's essentially what it is. So it's just a unit of measurement for energy. That's all. Some foods have less calories. Some foods have more calories. It's really doesn't calories don't take into account the macronutrient or the micronutrient like vitamins, minerals, things like that profile. A calorie is equal to a calorie similar to a mile is always equal to a mile. It's the same distance. So when we are referring to calories, yes, calories, a hundred calories from pizza and a hundred calories from, um, apples or a salad 
is still 100 calories. Yes, what makes up those calories is different. Um, the nutrient profiles of each of those foods are different, but as far as calories go, a calorie is equal to a calorie. Similar to, you always hear the reference of what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of bricks. Well, they weigh equal. They're equal. One pound of feathers is equal to one pound of brick. It's just what makes up that pound is different. So it's the same thing with calories. A pound, a calorie is equal to a calorie. And a lot of people don't like it when I say that, or when they hear people say that a calorie is equal to a calorie, but it's the truth. It is. Um, yes. What makes up those calories is different, but a calorie is always equal to a calorie. So our body needs energy in the form of calories to be able to function. In other words, we need to eat food to be able to walk and talk and breathe and move around and work out and have our heart beat. Everything requires energy that we have to take in through food. So we have to eat food to be able to do things. So the way that energy or calories equates to weight gain, weight loss, or weight maintenance is if we eat ideally uh, the proper amount of calories for what our body is burning in a day. So we eat energy to burn energy. If we are eating the proper amount of calories for what we are burning in a day, our weight will stay the same. If we eat too many calories or a surplus of calories for what our body burns or requires in a day, then we are in a calorie surplus, which can lead to weight gain or fat gain. If we are eating less calories than what we burn in a day, then our body will lose weight or body fat. So when you are eating in a calorie surplus, your body takes that surplus of energy and stores it. It can store it in muscle. It can store it in body fat, which is generally for a lot of people, how they gain weight. And then when we are in a calorie deficit, our body has to make up for this energy deficit from somewhere. And what it does is it pulls from your stored energy sources to make up for those extra calories. And then of course, obviously, like I mentioned before, if we are eating the proper amount of calories for what we're burning, ideally our body weight will stay about the same. We don't gain weight. We don't lose weight. It stays around the same. So how do we know how many calories our body needs in a day? It varies greatly from person to person, person to person. Every person needs a little bit different and it's dependent on many different factors. Um, it depends on our genetics. Some people genetically need more calories than others. It depends on our activity level. Obviously more active people require more calories. What stage we're at in life. Children are growing. They need more, you know, children are growing. They generally need calories for growth. Uh, it depends on our muscle mass that we have. On average, men biologically have more muscle mass than women do. So usually they require more calories than women do. It depends on our hormones. It depends on many different factors go into where um, goes into our metabolism and how many calories we burn and require in a day. So our minimum calorie amount is referred to our BMR, also known as our basal metabolic rate. And our BMR is our basic life sustaining functions. So when you, so when you hear of BMR, that basically means the amount of calories that you require in a day for breathing, for functioning, for digestion, for your heart beating, your brain to work. 
That's it. And to be honest, your BMR takes up the majority of your daily calorie expenditure. Um, also known as your total daily energy expenditure. And your total daily energy expenditure is made up of your BMR, your non-exercise related activity, also known as your NEAT. So your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that's things like walking, that's things like gardening, um, just everyday movement. Then the thermic effect of food, which is your, um, how many calories you burn digesting food because that requires calories and your exercise. So that's all that makes up your total daily energy expenditure. So that equals the amount of calories that you need to maintain. So your TDEE or total daily energy expenditure is how many calories you need in a day to maintain. Now, if you want to lose weight, then you need to eat below your total daily energy expenditure. If you need to gain weight or you want to gain muscle mass or be in a calorie surplus, then you eat more than your total daily energy expenditure. If you want to maintain, you eat the right amount. How do you figure this out? It again, varies from person to person, but there's ways that you can calculate your calories and then figure out a good estimate. And then it requires a little bit of trial and error to figure out what exactly works best for you. So for weight maintenance, a good um, general calculation is taking your weight, your current weight, and multiplying that by 13 to 14. So if I wanted to, for example, maintain 150 pounds, I need to eat about 2,100 calories a day. Now, obviously it's not a perfect science. I have, you would have to try that calorie number, track your calories and make sure that you're getting the proper amount of calories and try that for a month or two and see where, if your weight truly does maintain. Now, if you want to lose weight, you want to take your goal weight or, you know, if you know that you need to lose 20 pounds, then you minus 20 pounds from your weight and multiply that by 12. So if I wanted to lose weight and weigh 150 pounds, I would need to eat about 1800 calories. Now, again, it's not an exact science. This is a good way of approximating your calorie intake. And then from there, you have to do a little bit of trial and error to see what works best for you. So that is how, what calories are and how calories work. They're a unit of measurement that we get through food. We have to intake food to survive and calories play, a, play the ultimate role in weight gain, weight maintenance, and weight loss. Uh, again, I talked a little bit more about this in depth in episode number four of my podcast. So if you're interested, you can go and listen to that episode. I want to talk about macronutrients next. So macronutrients include carbohydrates, fats, and protein. And some would argue water is also a macronutrient. They, these are the main nutrients that make up your calories. They make up our foods. So all of our foods contain either carbohydrates, fats, proteins, or a combination of all of them or two of them to make up all of our foods. And this is where we get our nutrition from. So as I said before, a calorie is equal to a calorie. Yes. However, though, the macronutrient profiles and micronutrient profiles of foods is what makes the difference in what is more of a nutrient dense, generally healthier food and what is a less nutrient dense, less healthy food. So hundred calories of pizza is equal to hundred calories of an apple, but obviously they're going to be very different macronutrient and micronutrient profiles. 
So yes, calories are important for weight loss, weight maintenance, and weight gain, but so are the macronutrient and micronutrient profiles of the foods. Your quality of foods matter. So each of these macronutrients has their own calories per gram. And like I said, carbs, proteins, and fats are what makes up your calories. So each of them has a different calorie per gram. So protein and carbohydrates have approximately four calories per gram. And then fats have about nine calories per gram. And again, these are the things that make up the calories in our foods. They are also called macronutrients because you need them in larger quantities over micronutrients. And micronutrients are things like your vitamins and minerals uh, that are in foods. So macronutrients just means that we require these in large quantities. Micronutrients are in our macronutrient foods, and that includes our vitamins, minerals, and nutrients and things like that. And you'll hear people talk about how they track their macronutrients. You might hear people say, oh, track your macros, if it fits your macros, if you ever hear anything like that. Basically, tracking your macronutrients, so tracking your carbohydrates, fats, and protein, they will, you will get a certain amount of grams per day for each of those, or a certain amount of calories that you're supposed to hit for each of those groups, carbs, proteins, and fats. It's a roundabout way of tracking calories. Again, because there's so there's a certain amount of calories per gram for each of the macronutrients. When you add all that up, it adds up to your calories for the day. So for example, if you have a macronutrient breakdown of you're going to eat 200 grams of carbs a day, 150 grams of protein a day, and 50 grams of fat. This isn't what I actually recommend. These are just numbers that I'm throwing out there. So when you're eating 200 grams of carbs a day, that's about 800 calories. If you're going 200 grams times four, because carbohydrates have four calories per gram, if you're eating 150 grams of protein, that's 600 calories because 150 times four grams per or four calories per gram equals 600. And if you're eating 50 grams of fat, 50 times nine, because fat is nine calories per gram, that's 450 calories of fat, which gives you a total of about 1850 calories for the day. So that is how tracking macronutrients is tracking carbohydrates just in kind of a roundabout way. And some people really prefer tracking their macronutrients because it gives them a gram to track per day over tracking calories. And it's totally fine. Um, it's just a different way of doing it. So each of these three macronutrients are important. They are important to have in your diet and are very necessary for different functions in the body. And I'll go over each of those different functions right now. So let's go over carbohydrates. Carbohydrates in the past, I don't know, five years or so has been the most controversial of the macronutrients because as you've probably seen, there's been lots of arguments for we don't need carbohydrates, carbohydrates cause weight gain, carbohydrates are bad for you, carbohydrates equal sugar, which sugar is pretty much poison. It's a lot of just mumbo jumbo. That doesn't make any sense. And most of that is false. So your body needs carbohydrates and it actually needs carbohydrates the most out of all the other macronutrients. So you need the majority of your diet to be from carbohydrates. 
because carbohydrates are the body's primary source of fuel. This is how we get our energy is through carbohydrates. So carbs are digested down into glucose. So carbs are broken down into glucose, which is what our body uses for fuel. So carbs are digested down into glucose in our stomachs and then sent into the bloodstream. Glucose is then used for ATP, which is called adenosine triphosphate, which is a molecule that's used for energy. So when you move anywhere, you're doing exercise, whatever it might be, you're using ATP that's made from glucose. Um, any leftover glucose that isn't used for ATP or movement can be broken down into glycogen, which is the stored form of glucose, and that gets stored in our liver and our muscles. So essentially, the less carbohydrates that you have, the fewer carbohydrates that you eat in a day, the less energy that you have. Now, does your body need to be made up of 100% carbohydrates? No, no, that's a bit far-fetched. We need the other macronutrients as well, but just carbohydrates are important and they've become so stigmatized over the past few years that a lot of people are forgetting how awesome carbohydrates are for our body and that we need them. Not only are carbohydrates important for energy and to be able to um, stay active and have energy to be active, but they're also used through for in digestion in the body, as well as they contain essential vitamins and minerals. So carbohydrates that are used for digestion is any foods that contain fiber. So whole grains, vegetables, fruits, things like that, that all contain lots of fiber, is good for our digestion. And that's the other big important role that carbohydrates play. What are carbohydrates? Well, most of you guys already know. So carbohydrates includes things like grains, like, you know, rice, pasta, oatmeal, um, fruits, vegetables contain carbohydrates. All are super good for us. They contain healthy things like fiber, vitamins, and minerals, as well as essential broken down into the essential glucose that we need for energy. So don't hate on carbohydrates, get those carbohydrates in and don't be scared of them. The next macronutrients I wanted to discuss is protein. So protein is probably one of the other more controversial ones where there's a lot of people talking about if you eat too much protein, it could be bad for your kidneys. It's bad for this. It's bad for that. We don't need that much protein. Again, a lot of misinformation that's out there. If you are a healthy person with healthy kidney and liver, protein is perfectly healthy and eating a good amount of protein is good for you. So protein is the second largest requirement that we need as far as quantities go for macronutrients. So carbohydrates being the first and then protein being the next one. In my experience as a personal trainer, people don't eat near enough protein. Most people will get enough carbohydrates in a day. Most people will get enough fats in a day, but most people do not eat a sufficient amount of protein. And it's something that, um, I work a lot with my clients on is getting more protein in their diet because it's so important for many different things. It, when we think of protein, we think of growth, right? So muscle growth, it is probably best known for, but not only that, it helps keep us full. Protein is great for satiety. So feeling full for longer after your meal, 
when a lot of people are saying, oh, I feel so hungry within an hour after supper or after my lunch, it's because they're not eating enough protein in their diet. And the more protein that you eat, the more full you're going to feel after your meals and the better you're going to feel for the rest of the day. So protein serves so many different uh, purposes in the body related to growth. Um, when you think again, when you think growth, you think protein. So protein has, uh, is made up of amino acids, which are the building blocks for muscle gain. So protein when is digested is digested into these amino acids. And then those amino acids go to work in helping to maintain, build and repair, recover your muscle mass, as well as protein plays a role in skin, in our growth, skin growth, hair growth, nail growth, uh, immune function. It serves as a messenger for different hormones and things like that. Protein is super, super important. Um, how much protein should you eat in a day? Definitely. Um, is a really important question that I get a lot. So there's many different sources out there. So some sources will say that you only really need like a 0.5 of a gram per pound of body weight. And that would be, for example, for a sedentary person who doesn't want to build muscle mass, maybe like an older person who's not super active and is, um, not really strength training or anything like that. So that would be just for general, just bare minimum maintaining your muscle mass. However, though, if you are building muscle mass or you want to lose weight while strength training, you need to be intaking about 0.7 to one gram per pound of body weight. And that would be again for muscle gains, muscle maintenance. Um, if you're an active person, if you're an athlete, those anywhere in there, or you're trying to lose weight and you're strength training at the same time, and you don't want to lose muscle mass while you're losing weight, 0.7 to one gram per pound of lean body weight, I should say. So if you are overweight by about 20 pounds, uh, say you're 200 pounds and you're overweight by about 20 pounds, don't eat 200 grams of protein a day. Go with your goal weight and times that by 0.7 to one gram per day. So some good sources of protein, uh, protein, it comes in many different sources and often is also mixed in with other sources. Like um, it's often mixed in with other macronutrients. So we often think of protein coming from uh, traditional sources like animal protein. So meat and fish, chicken, beef, pork, those types of things. But it also is in eggs. Uh, dairy sources of protein are also really good. Like Greek yogurt, cottage cheese can be really low calorie, high protein sources. And then there's obviously many different plant-based proteins, for example, like tofu, and then other ones that are like beans, lentils, quinoa are all great sources of protein as well as they are carbohydrate sources at the same time. And then other ones like cheese and nuts, they are primarily a fat source, but also do contain some protein as well. So it's also found in seeds such as like chia seeds and hemp seeds, uh, many different ways that you can get your protein in throughout the day. And the last but not least, let's go over fats. So fats are really, really important to our body's function and immune system and everything. But because fats come in higher calories per gram, we don't require the same quantity as we do with um, carbs and protein. 
So fats, contrary to popular belief, is not automatically stored as fat. There was like that kind of fad in the late 90s, early 2000s of, you know, everything had to be low fat because, you know, you can't eat fat, otherwise you'll get fat. That's not really how it works. But fats are used for very important functions in the body, such as they help with hormone production, absorption of fat-soluble vitamins, so your fat-soluble Soluble vitamins are your vitamin A, D, E, and K. They play a role in healthy skin, nails, and hair, healthy heart function. Um, Yeah, they are really, really important. Fats are also a secondary source of energy next to glucose and glycogen. So if all of your glucose and glycogen storages are used up for energy, your body will use stored fat or fat sources from your diet for making up that extra energy. Um, sources for fats, obviously there's many different sources, but you, you know, there's cooking oils, cheeses, nuts, avocado fats are also in a lot of protein sources. So when we think of, you know, our salmon is one that contains a lot of heart healthy fats as well as protein, many different reasons for fats, but yeah. So Next, I wanted to go over a few common questions that I get about calories and macros, and it usually comes to tracking. So when you are tracking your, or wanting to track your nutrition, a lot of people ask, should I track my calories? Should I track my macros? Should I track calories and macros? And really it depends on a few different things. Number one, depends on you and what you prefer. It depends on your goals and what you want to achieve. It really is situation dependent. So I have clients that track their macros, all three macros, carbs, fats, and proteins as an alternative to tracking calories. Like I said before, it is tracking calories when you track your macros, but for some people, it's easier just to track the grams rather than um, looking up the calories and stuff. And that's totally fine. If your goal is weight loss, obviously calories are king. Calories matter for weight loss or fat loss. So I do usually recommend tracking your calories. It is a little bit easier, I find personally, than tracking macronutrients. However, though, again, if you want to track your macronutrients, you can definitely do that. But calories are king when it comes to weight loss. The next most important thing to calories, in my opinion, is tracking protein. And that's because, uh, like I mentioned before, most people don't get enough protein. Most people can easily get enough carbohydrates, they can easily get enough fats, but they don't eat enough protein. And if you are wanting to lose weight and you are strength training, trying to maintain muscle mass, then you should be tracking your protein to make sure that you're getting in enough calories. So for most of my clients, I recommend tracking your calories and your protein, carbohydrates and fats. Most people get enough of them in their diet. And also it's really just up to personal preference. If you are a person who likes carbohydrates, like I do, you're, when you track your macros, you're going to find that you generally lean a little bit more heavy to the carbohydrate side. If you like, don't like carbohydrates, um, as much as I do, then you're probably going to lean a little bit more towards the fat side. Either way, it doesn't really matter as far as a body composition goes. And as far as weight loss goes, your carbohydrates and your fats don't really matter. But what does matter is your calories and your protein. If you're trying to maintain and build muscle mass. 
if you are somebody who has uh, big aesthetic goals or wanting to prep for a bodybuilding show or something like that, then yes, your calories and your pro and your fats are going to be more important to track to make sure that you get to the level of leanness that you want to. But for our average Joe and Janes like you and I who just want to maintain a healthy weight and feel good, tracking calories and protein is more than enough. And in all honesty, I find it's easier because you're only tracking two numbers instead of three or four numbers if you're tracking your calories and your macronutrients. So that is all for today. I guess I'll keep this podcast pretty short for today. Um, It was just a quick one that I wanted to discuss because I get questions about calories and macronutrients a lot. So I hope that um, this podcast helped better understand the functions of each one and why they are so important in the body. If you have questions about it, you can definitely feel free to message me on Instagram. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share it on your social media. If you do, go ahead and tag me in it. If you haven't already, feel free to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Jackie.FitLikeAGirl, all one word. It is also the same for my TikTok handle if you want to find me on TikTok. But if you find my Instagram, you can pretty much find me anywhere. Feel free to give me a follow on there. If you are if you are enjoying what I'm doing on the podcast so far, I would love and appreciate a five-star review. They just help to increase my visibility for this podcast so I can help more awesome people just like you. If you have questions about training or uh, my personal training options, you can reach out to me through my website. My website is www.fitlikeagirl.ca. And lastly, Thank you again so much for listening. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. And until next time, take care, fam.